Welcome to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast, where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see, and your purpose is your ultimate destiny. We must fix each other's crowns because sometimes, girl, they be raggedy. (laughs) This is Celeste, Maya, and this is Jess. Welcome back to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. Hello, everyone. Hey, y'all. So before we get started with today's episode, I just want to touch on something that we talked about last week with regards to role models. So this past week, one of the young ladies from the Trend Program reached out to me because she is looking to get a job. And so that just goes to show, like, you never know who's watching you. And obviously, she saw something in me that would be of assistance to her mm-hmm. in her future endeavors of being an entrepreneur. But she's looking to go into um, something, maybe customer service based or even daycare. So, again, you just never know who's watching. All right. So, as in every episode, we are going to start off with our royal moment. And that is a time where we uh, salute some of our amazing queens who are doing some great things. So Jess has our royal moment for today. Yes. So this week's royal moment goes to Miss Kamala Harris, who just announced her candidacy for president. Yes. In 2020. Um, she is the second African-American female to be elected to Senate. So kudos to her. And she's also the second um, African-American to run for president. Or excuse me, African-American woman to run for president. Who was the first? The first African-American female to run for president was Shirley Chisholm, um, who ran in 1972. So kudos to the ladies who have run for president. And also shout out to the other women who... Um, oh, the yeah, other there's like three other ladies, yep, right? Yep, there's a total of four so far okay. who are running for um, president in 2020. So shout out to all the women out here trying to make change. I just want them to have a fair chance. Like, that's all. Just give them a fair chance. Yeah, but I think it's important for all of us to do our research. I don't think that we should just go out and, you know, hit the button for... Whomever. Whoever's Whoever. name sounds the best, exactly. or you know, just because they're black, because or they're right. black, because they're or not, woman, and just because exactly. Mm. So I think it's really important. Them. Exactly, I think it's really important for us to do our research and really know who we're who we're electing um, to make these you know big time decisions. Now it's time for our sis second, and that is a time where we help to fix some of these raggedy. raggedy. dive into our sis second i would like to take what we're going to call today a bro second <laughs> just a moment just okay. a quick moment before we dive into our sis second it's all it's all related it's gonna tie together. Yeah, it's gonna tie together so i'm doing this experiment with my husband um, <laughs> where um i'm allowing him to uh see how much toothpaste so how much more toothpaste he can get out of the tube <laughs> Before he realizes it's time to get a new tube. Mm. So right now it's I don't even know how he twist how he is twisting this tube <laughs> to get any more paste out of it. But yeah, so that's a bro second. Before I sis second. So why does he get the bro second? Because he get the bro second because all he has to do is turn around. <laughs> 
180 mm-hmm. and reach on the cabinet and get the new tube a new tube of toothpaste. It makes it, yeah. Because I have six because I was couponing. Oh, so I man. bought like 10 because <laughs> they was like two cents each or something. Yeah. Like so I have plenty. There's a plethora of toothpaste in my house. Oh, There's no struggling for no reason. He on the struggle for no reason. Yeah. Right. I, I do those type of experiments with my husband too. I just, I don't, I don't know. We're going to keep working. Yeah, we're yeah. going to keep working. But I'm going to keep letting him struggle. Yeah, until I, he figures it out. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. But for our second. <laughs> We're going to talk about how on my journey through life, I've run into many women with poor oral hygiene. So today's this second is for those ladies who sometimes, you know, may fail to brush. (laughs) (laughs) So let's introduce this petty Meter. What are we calling it? Petty stopper. This is our our new friend to make sure that we always keep that R and pretty and never take it out and make it petty. So (laughs) we will control one another with with this. (laughs) That's right. Because today we're going to talk about the power of the tongue and we're going to talk about speaking with intention. So let me rephrase that. Okay. So I'm not sure what the... um, concern is exactly but what I have noticed is that um you know we all you know maybe we eat a certain lunch with onions or something like that and our breasts smell like onions okay fine but there's a distinct difference (laughs) between like a bad onion you know like an onion breath or like foul breath like foul mouth like you didn't you don't brush you have poor oral hygiene Mm -hmm. And not to be insensitive to people that may have oral issues, you know, gingivitis or other other issues that cause yeah. halitosis. And and sometimes I hear that like medications can cause sometimes like dry mouth can cause you to have bad breath. Um, and some medications cause dry mouth. So not to be insensitive to those folks, and I'm sure they, you know, some people actually I noticed some people go to the bathroom in the middle of the day and brush their teeth, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Um, but for those women who, um, you know, don't brush their teeth or they're just lazy, <laughs> you struggling with not. I'm struggling <laughs> because I don't want to be insensitive. But I, what I what I really want is for all of us to just be more mindful of how we carry ourselves and our our and our hygiene. So I brought that up because there's a wonderful woman who I know that has um quite a bit of plaque in between her teeth, and um I must I assume she's aware of it, but it's very distracting. Um you know, speaking to her. And I feel bad because she's such a nice person, but there's just a lot um, <laughs> of plaque in her teeth. Um, have you all ever seen anybody? I have, but what do you do in that instance? Like, do you slide a, a dental recommendation? I don't to them? know. Like, I don't How know. do you handle that? I don't think you can. I don't know. Because it's it's rude, right? Like saying like, sis, I noticed that you have plaque in your teeth. You can't say that. And then uh, clearly they have a mirror, so they have to right. see. You have to see these things. And I mean, you know, perhaps she's 
is brushing her teeth and maybe she has maybe the plaque has been there for a long time and it's stuck. I don't yeah. know. Well maybe don't, yeah they don't it deem it been. important because some people just don't go to the dentist and don't deem it important. And some people don't go to the dentist. Yeah. Right. So maybe it just doesn't bother her. So that's the thing. It's like if you say something she might not it might not go well because she might not receive it. Yeah, yeah she might not receive it because it doesn't bother her. Right. But as pretty and purpose people and as focusing on health and wellness we want to let you know that oral hygiene is just as important as all other hygiene and your wellness efforts. Actually, it's super important. Super I don't important. like you're um, a bad tooth infection. Like you can get infections in your heart and even in your brain because your mouth is connected to like your mouth is like mm-hmm. the dirtiest part of your body right, pretty right. much. Um, I think there was a news story like that where the little boy had a tooth infection. He actually passed away. You get like endocarditis and like an infection in your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was about to say you using jargon. You was about to get the, the press. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, it, to be serious, it is, it is extremely important. Your oral hygiene. Um, and you know, you only get two sets of teeth. And um, you need those for your whole life. <laughs> like, when do your you teeth? Like, when do you? Okay. I'm just saying. Like, when do your teeth? Your teeth fall out when you're like eight, right? Like, you need your teeth from eight until yeah. until you choose to get dentures if you want to get dentures, right? So anyway, um, so sis, sis, um, sis, 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 with poor oral hygiene. I just by choice, yeah, right. By right. choice, let's just pay more attention to um, our bodies and just the take more care. People make when you're speaking to them. Yeah, about that's probably a giveaway. Justin, no? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we disappointing Jasper. We're gonna get better. We're gonna get better. But honestly, with this this second, like we do want to take time to, I mean, talk about things that we see that's not always like. I don't even want to say up to par, but like we just gotta just do things better, that we right? can do, just opportunities for improvement. Yes, yes. and yes. again, it's not that we're not we're 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 perfect because no. I could I could floss more often. Me too. I can Me attest too. to that. Yeah. yeah. So well, yeah, yeah, it's important. So not that we're perfect, um, and hopefully my breath doesn't stink because <laughs> <laughs> that would be I'm, I'm a hypocrite, but I don't have plaque in my teeth, but. <laughs> So that's all I have for today's sis second. Which is perfect because we are talking about the power of the tongue and that words have meaning. So Mm. the physical tongue, yes, we got to keep that clean. But also, (laughs) we need to watch what we're saying out of our mouths. Mm -hmm. So Jess, what do you have today for us in Where is Jess P? On today's segment of Where is Jess P? Since we're talking about the power of the tongue, I just want to reemphasize that words have meaning. Every morning when I do my affirmations, one thing I say to myself is, I am whatever I say I am. Because if I wasn't, then why would I? Don't rap. Mm -mm. Okay, my bad. We don't have the same lyrics. (laughs) All right, yours is a little bit different. Okay. Mine is, (laughs) I am whatever I I say I am. Okay. And he says you. Right. Okay. Got okay. It. So now your perspective of what I am might not match what I say I am. Right. But your perspective is none of my business. Right. Because I am still whatever I say I am. And with that being said, that creates the energy and the space around me. And 
you know, every morning when I get to the office, somebody always says, oh, how are you today? Now, 90% of the time, people don't really care what right. your response exactly. is. <laughs> they just act out of habit. Because that's exactly, what Exactly. Right? And sometimes they don't even stay around for the response. <laughs> but... <laughs> So when you respond, it's more so for you than the other person. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you have to be intentional with your responses. Mm -hmm. And I notice in the mornings, you know, when I'm tired, I would say, oh, I'm tired today. Uh And that sets the precedence for the rest of my day. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I had to change what I was saying so that I could have better days. Mm -hmm. So instead of going in the office and saying, oh, I'm tired today. Oh, I'm okay. It could be better. Oh, the traffic was bad. Uh Uh-huh. I say, I'm fantastic. Okay. But sometimes that catches them off guard, too. Yeah. Somebody might turn around like, fantastic. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. like what you, why you so, why you feel so good? Right. As if it's a problem right. to right. feel good <laughs> or be yeah. positive. Exactly. My pastor, his answer is wonderful. Like, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what he's going through. How are you? Exactly. Wonderful. All, that's even his And it actually number. makes you feel like, better. It does. Yes. Because mm-hmm. even for that moment, if it's just for that moment, you feel better mm-hmm. than what you were feeling. Right. Like, so uh, your words have meanings. I also watched this. It's a, it's on YouTube. It's an experiment with um, the effect of words and your thoughts on water. So they took ice crystals from a lake and they would talk to the ice crystals, some with love and peace and gratitude, and they would express um, appreciation for some of the uh, ice crystals and the rest they would express anger and hatred and they would notice that there is a difference in the ice crystals. What? The ones that had the it. positive messages were like glistening and they had very uh, specific structures to them whereas the ones that were fed negativity had holes and they were like darkness the ice yeah, it's on you yeah i've seen it's the same thing YouTube. there was like a star um that did it with like a a plant like or a rose or something like uh-huh. that they spoke positive energy into that plant right. every day and they spoke negative things into this other plant and it was the exact same results the plant that was getting positive energy was thriving it was vibrant right. yeah. but the other one that was getting negative it was like dreary like dying and droopy and everything that is interesting mm-hmm. yes and so just uh, if that happens to water just imagine what it does right. to us right and we're made of water mm-hmm. so if we continuously mm-hmm. feed ourselves with negative things just imagine our insides right. oh that's a good point not only that but it matters what you're feeding yourself if you listen to like ratchet music you watch mm. reality shows you get a little ratchetness with it's it. Shit. No, it's really you true. Really <laughs> it changes your behavior. Yeah, yes. You can't wonder why you have drama in your life when this is what you're feeding this is what yourself. You feed yourself. Right, and that's what you this bring is your, out. It's your right? energy. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, these are guilty pleasures. And it's okay to watch them. I'm not saying to sit in silence right. for the rest of your life. Right. But if you're going to watch those things, you should... Have a balance. Yes, have a balance, <laughs> feed yourself positive things, read a book, right. watch positive shows, watch a yamba. Right. <laughs> but also, just keep it in perspective. Like, realize that this is not real life. Like, all that ratchet stuff, well, some of it is real, but 
you know, some of us hyped up. It's acting. Exactly. Right. It's not exactly right. it's not how real we life. It's not. Yeah. It's really not. Real and people life. get pumped up off of it, and yes. then they begin exactly. to act out that way. And it's just like, sis, that wasn't even reality. Right. Yeah. Like, but right. you can't do that in real life. Exactly. Like, you can't go to work and act a fool and expect not to get fired. Exactly. Like, no, you're gonna get fired. Those <laughs> people on TV are doing it for television. Uh-huh. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing, you have to be intentional with your wording. So the word can't should never be in your vocabulary. I learned that when I was in high school, our dance we took dance in high school and our dance teacher will always oh, yeah. say, you cannot say can't in my class. <laughs> and that goes along with the quote by Henry Ford, where he says, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. So if you're feeding mm-hmm. yourself, if you're telling yourself, I can't do something, right. you'll never be able to do it. Exactly. Oh, you're right no matter what you yeah, think, right. Yeah, the way you think is pretty much is how. You, yeah, right. You, okay. Just like mm-hmm. um, saying something is hard versus saying something is difficult. Like saying something is difficult is like, oh, it's challenging, but I can figure it out. But like hard is just like, uh, yeah, I'm not. I can't. Exactly. Right. And so you should don't even say hard and difficult. Just say this is a challenge for me. This is challenge because okay. it's an area for growth. Yeah. When you say that, it's a challenge so that you can overcome it. Yes, my husband has taught me. The phrase "area of opportunity." So yes, that's a good one. It's right. like this is an area of opportunity. Right. Yes. It takes a lot of work, though, because you know we, especially people like me, speak. I speak so fast. You know, uh, when mm-hmm. I think, I literally talk at the same time. Oh, well, no. I'm, I'm like talking before. Before, I before think you think, right, right, right. <laughs> so you know, like like you said, Jess, you have to really stop, kind of pause and slow, kind of slow yourself down a yeah. little bit to speak yeah. with more intention and and be more deliberate with your words, yep. I guess. Yep. Um, because, you know, it's so quick to say, oh, I can't do that, or it's hard. So you have to consciously right. stop and uh-huh. say, okay, right. wait a minute, no. It is an area of opportunity for right. me. Yes. You know, you have to consciously be positive. And once sometimes. you get yourself in a mindset of right. that, right. then it will become a habit. Mm-hmm. Right, and it doesn't happen overnight. I just want to point that out. Right. Don't think no, that it it's going to change tomorrow. And that just reminds me of, I know... It's like the it thing to say what it is, dummy, in Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, Child, dummy is yes, like the new kid like, word. Dummy yeah. is like you know the it world. <laughs> but constantly calling somebody dummy is not creating a positive space Correct. for them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was going to say, too. It's about the people you, the company you keep. Yes. You can't be around people who use those negative words or say things like dummy all the time, you know, because it's, it, it, radiates to you right so that kind of leads us into our cb secret for today i want to talk about how words that we say to ourselves that negative self-talk and negative thoughts can show up in our physical bodies that's so true right (laughs) all too often we say negative things to ourselves oh i'm overweight i even hear people say my calves are too skinny and i'm like i wish negative things about themselves all the time even if it's a positive right (laughs) because I'm like I wish my cat okay um and you know (laughs) even like oh my stomach isn't flat but little do we realize we are actively creating our outward being when we're saying these things repeatedly to ourselves repeated thoughts become things like we learned about when we read the secret Mm -hmm. the law of attraction so all of this negative energy and emotional energy can show up physically the more we repeat I'm I'm overweight or I'm this I'm that the more you will continue to be mm-hmm. overweight yeah, or this or that. Your affirmation. Yes. Exactly. I it, am whatever I say I it, am. You, yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, because, you know, it's, that's the energy that you are attracting from the universe. Mm-hmm. And I personally, 
personally believe that also your actions ultimately lead to those results. So you're like subconsciously getting yourself to eat in such a way that will keep you overweight. Yeah, So Exactly. So negative self-talk is so prevalent and occurs so often that we just accept these thoughts. And we may not even realize that we are nourishing our minds with those negative thoughts. And those thoughts end up showing up in physical form in our bodies. What we should really be doing is feeding our body healthy thoughts, like Jess's affirmations. Mm-hmm. I am strong. I am grateful for being healthy. Something else that I have consciously tried to shift away from are labels. Like we said, words have meaning. Having been labeled as the light-skinned girl, the girl with the pretty hair, oh the biracial gosh. girl. Mm-hmm. Yes, people yeah. love to place labels on you. Right, and notice all of those labels are about my appearance, right? Right, like, right. I was never labeled, oh, the smart girl or the girl who answers all the questions in AP Calculus class. That was me. But I decided a while ago not to subscribe to labels. They are just, they're really, they really limit our power because I'm more than just the biracial girl or the light-skinned girl. I'm so much more than that. At least I hope that is more than people see me, seeing me. And when we allow those labels to direct our thoughts, we limit ourselves to being that label instead of all of the amazing things that we really are. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's other people's perspective of you. Exactly. Yeah. That's their perspective. There's a quote I found in the book that I mentioned before, The Beauty the Beauty Detox Power by Kimberly Snyder that says, Adherence to labels is a form of disembodiment, which mm. creates weakness. I know. Kimberly be deep. <laughs> Kimberly be touching my spirit. Um, and disembodiment is when we sort of like step outside of ourselves or remove ourselves from who we are. Right. It also says that labels prevent you from creating the body and life that you desire. So I'm just going to leave it. I'm going to leave y'all with those words of encouragement from Kimberly. So ladies and fellas, let's stop with the negative talk. Let's stop with the labels and focus on creating our best, healthiest selves. I think the best part about what you said is we create ourselves. Right. It's not other people. It's not. It's right. Have you? Although we allow other people yes. to create who we are, that's not, re- it's not, it's actually not reality, actually. Because exactly. <laughs> it's actually those people who are feeding it to you and then you're nourishing yourself with their with, thoughts. Yeah, right. Because yeah. <laughs> they can't control you. Exactly. Right. So. Have you ever been in a situation where somebody, like you're having a perfect day, you're fine, everything's going well, and somebody's like, oh, what's wrong? Like, <laughs> Are you feeling okay? And in your mind, you're just like, I'm fine. Well, what did right. I see? Uh-huh. And so then they keep asking. And by the time they're done, you're like, oh, well, I'm tired today. It Like something's you come wrong up with, with you. Right. Yeah. Because they have placed that on you. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Or you find something, even though you might not right. have like, really thought you were tired. Then all <laughs> right. of a sudden you're like, oh, maybe I am tired. <laughs> maybe something <laughs> is wrong with oh, me. Maybe, you maybe start you something wrong. Your whole life. <laughs> right. What is happening? What's going on? What do y'all see? Yeah. Right, yeah. But it, that's why it's important to control your thoughts and, mm-hmm. you know, be conscious of what you're, what you're feeding yourself. Right. Yeah. Now it's time for Maya's motivational moment. Be careful of your words because they take effect once they're heard. We always hear that life and death lie in the power of the tongue, but it's not just limited to what we say to other people, but also what we speak over our own lives, like right. the ladies were saying. Um, every thought doesn't have to be voiced. That's the issue. Like, for like, oh, you were saying, like, you think 
Yeah. Every thought that we have doesn't have to be voiced and yes. it doesn't have to be tight text or whatever, you know. Right. Um, it's hard enough to control our thoughts, even though we can work on that as well. Like you said, Jess, the things that we feed ourselves, the things that we watch, the things that we hear kind of control like what right. we Influence. start thinking yeah. on. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, I mean, we, we need to get a hold of our thoughts, but even more so, you know, we can control what we let come out of our mouths or through text or whatever. Um, when I was younger, well, not just when I was younger, this still stands today. My mother was always a firm believer about not calling me or my brother bad. Like, she believed mm-hmm. that if you call yes, a child I, bad, I you agree. are speaking that over them, right. which will cause them to believe they are bad and act accordingly. Right. So I always remember calling my brother ungood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you ungood. I was like, ooh, he is ungood. <laughs> so that was his nickname, ungood. Um, whatever he would act up. Um, but, and I know some of you are thinking, but some kids are bad and well, tis true, tis true. However, we can speak life over those kids. We don't have to voice that they are bad and just reinforce But what it. does that really mean though? By calling, oh, he's bad. Why? Is it because he's curious? Yeah. Like, what right. is the reason behind that, that too, you, can, you can make it a positive statement instead and say, you're so, um, you know, make it, what's the word? Like. Like, you're so curious, or you're so intuitive, or something like that. Or hyper, you're energetic, things like that. I hate when people say, oh, she's so bossy. Okay, you couldn't come up with anything else? Maybe she's a a strong speaker. (laughs) Yeah, she has leadership skills. Exactly. (laughs) But I think that's just our society. It's just so negative Mm -hmm. that we speak those negative things. And like you said, you kind of make that child, or make that person act in that way yeah, so when you tell yeah. a kid they're bad or they you know you you're this you're that they start acting that way because that's what you're right. feeding their, their their thoughts are now feeding themselves that energy exactly well that moved me to my next point like even some trauma that people have um experienced are rooted in the words that have been spoken to them so you may even be able to think of trigger words that may cause you to feel some type of way because you associate those words with certain situations mm-hmm. or people. So I have a whole list. You want me to go back? <laughs> to my list. Right. Child, me we too. Because <laughs> like all my life, I've always been called bougie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a kid, you're like, what's wrong? You know, why am I? I'm not bougie. I don't think I'm better than any. You know, yeah, in my yeah. mind, my definition of, is that I think I'm better than somebody. Uh-huh. And that's not what I... I I don't feel that right, way, right. but it was because, you know, maybe I had different shoes on than the other kids had, or because I was, because I am biracial, they felt like, oh, she thinks she's, you know, right, like I'm, right. like I and have something, uh-huh. it's negative, because, it's like, yeah. oh, you have something that the rest of us don't have, and uh-huh. it's like, no, I'm just like y'all, like right. we all regular, uh-huh. so, and th- that's a trigger word for me, you know, mm-hmm. when people call me bougie, it's like, no, I'm, I'm just, maybe I like to wear these clothes, even right. though they might be from Target. Right. <laughs> they don't have to be uh, Gucci, uh-huh. you know? But those negative comments that come from other people are just a reflection of who they are on the inside. Exactly. Yeah. So it's really their battle that they're right. fighting. Right, it's their battle. And then sometimes you just have to be mindful because if you don't know other people's trigger words, like, you have to understand, like, oh, this may be a trigger word. So perception also comes into play. So you either have to think, like, oh, did they know this was a trigger word and they coming at me? Or maybe they didn't know and that wasn't their intention, right? So, um, y'all know me and communication. Um, So, communication, there's a cycle, right? There's a communication cycle. So, there's a message, a sender of the message, and then the medium 
um, in which the message is sent, mm-hmm. a receiver of a message, and feedback. So there is no guarantee that the receiver will get the message the way that it was intended. So it's always, always important to be clear, mindful, and intentional with your words because you don't want to cause confusion based off of what you said. You want to make sure that the receiver at the end gets the message that was intended. Right, right. Right, so that's just like even like in group text messages, like even text our text messages in general, text messages, mm-hmm. period. But like in our group chat, for example, sometimes you know, we might either any of us might say one thing and it comes across like, hold up, was she being slick? Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, because you know, tone you can't. Can't read, read tone. tone. You and don't you don't know what mood someone is in. You don't know what kind of mood somebody is in. So even though that person may not be in any mood, they might be just fine. And they're just saying, oh, Maya, do you have your shoes on today? And <laughs> Maya might not be failing it today. And you might take it like, what? Why she well, Why are you checking for me? Right. Why you think I don't have shoes on? You know. Why right. you trying to tell me what to do? You could take it. <laughs> exactly. You could take it totally out of context when mm-hmm. you go through, when you send in messages that exactly. way. I got this email from an appraiser yesterday and um she was trying to schedule an appraisal for one of our properties and she wanted to schedule like between nine thirty and eleven AM but nobody none of our agents were available at that time. And so I was like, well we don't have anybody available. So she responds, Oh nobody works during uh, regular business hours, see, and I was just like, "Oh, you know what, lady? <laughs> no, see, this is go. why. Right. So, it's <laughs> certain words in emails and text messages that I think you know are obvious. Yeah, words. you, right, you like, know. Oh, oh you really so, be smart. Yeah, yeah, like that. Oh, so this. <laughs> oh no. But they could be like, "Oh, so no." It, it, it doesn't matter <laughs> how she phrased it. Right. Like. Our business hours has nothing to do with you doing your job. You can read uh-huh. some tone in some messages. Yeah, you can. But and and I will say I'm and I'm extremely guilty of this. Putting that little LOL at the end or the little smiley face at the end, don't soften the blow. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's do not, not change the Because I do that in my work emails. You said what you said. Exactly. <laughs> in my work emails, I'm sitting at the desk typing like, uh, and then put the little LOL and the smiley face at the end like, okay, thanks. Knowing day going well, I was going in. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just responded. I appreciate your professionalism in scheduling this matter. Sometimes you got to give them the professional. Oh, but her response to that was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'll just have it reassigned." Like, or maybe I just read it that way. <laughs> no, she read your it, professional read. She read your professional tone, right. and she calmed it down some. That's probably what happened. Well, that's what I think happened. <laughs> but, but her whole tone changed. I could tell right. in the way she was phrasing her sentences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so pretty much the moral of the story is, people, just be mindful of what you're putting out there. If it's text and stuff, if it's a serious conversation, save it for face-to-face um, because tone and text, they, they don't work well together. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. goes left a lot. Yeah. Now it's time for Ask PMP. So our question this week was, oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> if you would like to... <laughs> If you would like to send us a question to be answered on our podcast, you can send an email to pretty, the letter N, purpose, duh, at gmail.com. Or you can send us a direct message to our Instagram account at pretty, underscore, the letter N, underscore, purpose, duh. Okay, what's the question? Y'all, she just want to make sure that y'all put that D on the end. Please don't mess it up. Please don't mess it up. All right. So the question is, how long will you give a guy to get his life 
finances, career, etc. together. <laughs> Two days. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, so that's a How old are we talking? Yeah, though? that's the first thing. Yeah, they didn't they didn't specify all that. However, so let's say they're talking like our age, maybe like ready to get married, settle down. Right. Well, I was going to so say late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, because yeah. you can't expect a young twenty-one year old. Right, 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 exactly, right. exactly. Yeah, so someone older. So I would say, I don't want to put an age on it per se, because right. you know, well, men time look, limit. Let's be clear, yeah. they never gonna have it together, no. y'all. <laughs> no matter. Right. Positive energy. <laughs> so fellas are a little. Um, they are not as. They are not as swift. Y'all hear her, her tone? <laughs> She's trying to be very deliberate in her words. I'm being go intentional. On. Sorry, go be intentional. The fellas are not always, not all of them, but they're not as swift as women. So sometimes it takes them, their journey may be a little longer. So with that being said, I think that, like, for men, mid-30s is a reasonable age to have it together now again what's the definition of having it together you don't have to be a millionaire yeah 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 like you don't i think having it together in my opinion is someone who can support themselves support themselves um they have a decent it doesn't you know you can work for yourself you can work for someone else it doesn't matter but you have a source of income legally Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) a legit source of income and I think it needs to be independent. You have you your own cannot. Stuff. I'm sorry. We are at the age where you you can't live in your parents' nah. basement. Nah, bro. Like you need to know what it's like to live on your own. What if they're in grad school and they're saving? Is that okay? He ain't ready yet. Oh, okay. So you right, that means that you still. He needs yeah, more time. He needs okay. time. Not that he can't be in a relationship. Right. But, right. Right. But. Again, we have to manage expectations. So as women, you have to recognize, like, okay, well, if this is a man who's in grade school, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's living at home because of, you know, financial reasons or whatever. Th- boo, you're not getting married right, right. now. That, like, that's awesome. But financially, he's not ready if right. he's living at home exactly. for financial reasons. Exactly. So he's not buying a house with you. He is not about to propose. Like, he has other priorities, which is, I think it's great right. to get mm-hmm. himself yeah. in. So, so I think what we're looking at is how long do you... How long do you give him? Well, what is he working towards? Like, if he's just not doing yeah. anything and it's just right. like, all right, I'm just waiting around, then all right, sis, maybe you need to, you know, reevaluate. But if you see that he has goals and he's trying, I think that that's kind of more important than, all right, let's give it a time limit. So, like, all right. It's and like I feel then, like guys know what they want. Like, they, I mean, they're either going to waste your time or yeah. they're going to be like, look, I want you around. I have this going on. I'm working towards something else, but this is my plan. Right, right. So right, having right. a plan and being yes. open about it, open communication, yeah. <laughs> right. Because mm-hmm. some guys just want to play games. Yep. Waste yeah. time. Yeah. So so if they on that trajectory, just trying to play games with you and giving you the run around, then, you know. And you don't know. Be- yes, you will. <laughs> that woman's intuition is nothing to play with. Exactly. So, sis, I hope we answered your question. <laughs> we did the best we could. Yeah, we tried. We tried. It depends on the man. It just fill it out. Yeah, just see if he has some goals and, you know, what's going on. And how long are you willing to work? 
Right. And but communication, like you said. Right. Open the door of communication. Say, hey, this is these are my goals. This is what I want in my journey. And see where he is. Because y'all know some women be having these expectations for guys, but then what about the expectations they place on themselves? What you mm. doing, sis? Ooh, I know, I know. Mm. So let's mm. say a spot for yes. I, I mean, that's real. Yeah. Like, you have to, you can't expect someone to do, to be jumping over the rainbows, jumping over the moon, while you sitting in the dirt. Like, but you just sitting at home doing nothing. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> what you bringing to the table, sis? Exactly. exactly. So make sure you're bringing something. He's bringing something. Watch what y'all say to each other. Be intentional and deliberate about your talk and communication. Remember that words can hurt, but also words can help. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of what you're saying. Amen. So that's all we have for today's show. Until next time, folks. Thanks, Thanks PMP Posse. Posse.